Hi, my name is Jerry Wise, and I'm a relationship expert and a family systems expert. I'm the director for the Center for Self-Differentiation, and I'm a marriage and family coach. And this video is entitled, Declaring Self, a Key to Self-Differentiation. This video I've made at the request of a number of viewers who have watched my uh, videos on family systems approach to healing, recovery, health, marriage, families, and uh, family of origin issues. And they've requested that I make a video on the topic of declaring self. So what do I mean by declaring self? And by the way, I also use the upper and lower cases for self to describe the uppercase self, capital S, meaning our true basic sense of self. The smaller case S, I, when I write, I use to describe our pseudo-self, our adaptive self, uh, the self we've come to manage, but is kind of malleable and kind of flexible and kind of changes, uh, whereas the true basic sense of self is the self that we are when we can stand alone, the true basic inner us. So what is declaring self? Uh, it is the practice of sharing our true selfhood, the true self-differentiated self, our authentic self, the self we can be and are in a healthy way within systems, emotional systems and family systems, a self that can stand alone, a self that can stand alone even apart from our family or our spouses or others. And when we declare self, that's where we differentiate from others. And I, I don't mean in opposition to, I mean in declaring us. And there's a difference, and we'll talk about that in the video. And again, that lowercase s, that smaller self, that's our adaptive self, our automatic self, our self caught in our family of origin trance. Uh, it's often enmeshed with our past, with our family of origin, we consider it kind of a pseudo-self. It may be our public self. Um, it's the self others want us to be. Uh, it's many times people will describe it as our unconscious self. It's the self in which we often get pinged within relationships, which cause us to not be our true authentic self. So what is, uh, let me describe first what declaring self is, is not. Declaring self is not just simply about stating your opinion. It's not simply just being assertive. <clears throat> it is not about reactive, reactivity or being strong for just a time. It's not about being fed up and just blurting out how you really feel. It's not about getting others to change. 
It's not about just dropping the bomb of truth and letting others just deal with it. It's not telling someone off. It's not done so you can get something off your chest and then make up with the person sometime later. It's not simply self-assertiveness trying to influence other people. It's not sharing with someone how you really feel just to get closer with them emotionally. Declaring self is about being and communicating this uppercase S of self and resisting the smaller case S, self, uh, and declaring self is about the following. We are truly declaring self when we have explored family of origin relationship patterns and how we participate in them. When we are, we are declaring self, when we understand the dynamics of how being our true self would disrupt this pattern and predict possible reactions from others because we understand the patterns. We understand how we fit in them, how we participate in them, and we understand what's going on in the relationship. Declaring self is about uh, and occurs when we understand our own immaturities and our own fears. Declaring self uh, occurs when we accept how others function in the emotional system and in the emotional patterns. Declaring self occurs when we accept how we have functioned in the emotional system. It also is about the process in which we do not cut off from others during this process and we choose to stay connected while declaring self. It's a process in which we manage our anxiety and our calmness levels. It's a process in which we examine and discover our true self position, beliefs, values, and understandings. And declaring self is when we declare them within the emotional system, not as a reactive exercise, but intentional and accepting that others may not accept our self-position and in which we are prepared to stand alone. Declaring self is when we intentionally not give in to the enmeshment or resistance of others to get us to change back. And we understand all of these things. When we have that understanding, then we are truly declaring self. I think one author put declaring self or being self-differentiated as having two primary components. One is self-regulation and the other is self-differentiation. And I think both of those are very important for declaring self. Often when folks try to be assertive or stand up for themselves, they lack one of those two elements and then the process does not work. All of these steps are learnable, they're doable, and they're achievable. I see people every day learn how to do these things and become stronger and build their true, build their true sense of self. If you're too reactive, angry, fearful, then you're really not ready to do the work of self-declaring yet. Um, and this work 
uh, needs to be done in preparation for the process. We need to work on anger, fearfulness, reactivity. Declaring self does take preparation and takes an understanding of the map and the lay of the land, the emotional landscape, so that we can be as calm as possible while maintaining a true self-declaration of what we think, feel, and value. Here's an example of a failed declaring self and a failed self-differentiation. Remember, declaring a self is about self-regulation and self-definition, or self-differentiation, excuse me, or definition. Sally has a pretty dysfunctional family with lots of shame issues, guilt issues, immaturity, and reactivity. She realizes she has felt frustrated for years, and she picks up a book entitled, Had Enough? Start Telling Others What You Really Think. She reads it and decides, by golly, that's what I'll do. That sounds like a good idea. The author makes good, a good case about what to do, so I will just tell my sisters and my parent what I really think, and then I will feel better. I'll feel stronger and more like an adult rather than a child inside. So she goes to each of them. She feels nervous and worried. First to the sisters together, she tells them she has had it with them being late every time there's a family gathering and that she does not like it when they joke about her. She goes to her parents so she can tell her parents how she really uh, uh, feels angry inside and builds up some steam so she can tell her parents how she really feels and tells them she's tired of being treated like a child and that she's a 42-year-old woman and wants their respect. The entire family is in shock. They call each other, talk about Sally, and how she was just short and insensitive, and that they worried she's gone off the deep end. They did not know that is what she felt about them. They didn't know that's what she felt. They felt hurt and mad at Sally for what she did. The family is now anxious and very highly charged and will stay away from Sally until she comes to her senses. Sally calls her dad for help with the plumbing. He said, well, maybe you should call a plumber out of his hurt and possible rejection. Sally calls her mom for comfort about struggles she's having with her husband, which she often shares with her mother. Her mom feels anxious and really wants to avoid Sally and becomes too busy to really talk to her like they always do. Sally's sisters feel rejected and shamed by Sally for, Sally for the things she said to them. They felt she ambushed them by wanting to talk to them and then laying it on as to how they've been wrong and behaved badly. The family gets together and Sally senses it's very strange, strained and awkward and very tense. They're all together. Sally tries to act like nothing is wrong but feels guilty and cut off from everyone else. She feels some abandonment from her family and rejection. This upsets her emotionally. She becomes overwhelmed with those feelings, feels upset and hurt because she feels only because she was being honest and shared how she really felt. So she blames them for her negative feelings. She leaves early, sits at home pouting and hurt, 
and absolutely confused about what she does now. Have you ever known anyone or have you ever participated in a situation where something like that has happened? Maybe not all the details are yours, but certainly that has happened to me. I think it's happened to many people that I've talked to. So what went wrong with Sally's declaring self, and I must say her small s self, not her big s self? What went wrong with Sally's declaring self? Well, first of all, I don't know that Sally understood her family very well. Her family has lots of shame issues, guilt issues, and immaturity. I don't think she took that all into account and effect when she was deciding she was going to be very intimate with them and share with them her inner feelings. And that in sharing with a dysfunctional family your inner feelings or true feelings, you will awful often ignite shame and guilt and immaturity issues in others. And it may end up triggering your own as well. She also read the book, Had Enough? Start Telling Others What You Think. So she read a book about being self-assertive or sharing your feelings with others or go be strong with your family of origin and just tell them how you feel. The problem is the book doesn't have a systemic or a systems approach. It doesn't take into account the patterns that have been developed over time. It doesn't tell you how to deal with those. It simply says, do step A, B, and C, and things should go well. And just keep doing A, B, and C, and things will go well. I don't think it educates the client. I don't think it educates the person enough to know how to strategically declare self in a family of origin. If you also notice in my vignette and in the story I gave you, her reason for doing it was so that she might feel better. If you're declaring self so that you will feel better, I would suggest you need to feel better first, then declare self. Don't use declaring self as a means to feel better because it's going to undermine your efforts. So again, her goal was either to change her family or to feel better inside. Those aren't good reasons and will not support a declaring self uh, move. I also mentioned Sally feels nervous and worried. Uh, she's very anxious herself. I don't think she learned very much or knew how to calm herself or knew what to do with those feelings when they came up. She also felt very angry inside. She even had to build up steam so she could tell her parents how she really felt. If you have to build up steam, then you're probably being reactive. And you're going to get a whole bunch of reactivity from other people. Because they're going to react to the emotional um, components and the emotional field of the situation less they're going to excuse me they're going to react to the emotional field they are far less going to react to the content of what you're saying so if you come with a whole bunch of anxiety anger and nervousness even though you're saying the right things it's all of that emotional tension that's going to get heard often the things that are being said are not going to get heard so we have to manage those those things if you remember Sally was also tired of feeling of being feeling like she was being treated like a child 
she needed to deal with those issues and inner child issues of feeling like she was treated like a child before she dumped them on her parents and told them to stop it. In other words, the, you need to resolve that within you first, then you can communicate to your family about boundaries or what you'd like to do about and, and how you act as an adult. Because if we continue acting like a small s self, the or feel or act like a child inside, it's hard for to hard for us to expect everybody for the last forty two years to stop treating us like a child if we keep acting and feeling like a child. So we need to work on our issues first, not just say, you stop treating me like a child, then I'll feel grown up. No, we need to work on growing up, then others will begin to treat us less like a child. So Sally had it backwards, and it was more likely to backfire on her. Also, the family called each other and talked about Sally and how how short she was, how she was short and kind of curt and was insensitive. So the family all did uh, triangles within the family because it's a dysfunctional family. So they have to call each other and say, hey, do you know what Sally did? Let me tell you what Sally did. We need to talk about Sally. And that Sally had gone off the deep end. So we have all these emotional triangles going on, which says there's a lot of enmeshment going on in this family, which Sally wasn't ready for, nor nor knew what she was going to do about that. Um, also, they didn't know what Sally really felt about them or felt about these issues. So this was a big surprise to them. They hadn't had that kind of intimacy. And then all of a sudden, Sally's coming and going, we're going to be really intimate right now, okay? And I want it to go well. Well, often in dysfunctional families, it doesn't go well when we do that. So there are other approaches we need to take. And the first is to resolve and calm ourselves and to deal with our issues. Uh, then, of course, the family became very highly charged and very reactive. Then... Um, Sally goes to the family gathering. They all show up again. Sally tries to act like nothing wrong. She doesn't feel like nothing's wrong. She's just acting like nothing's wrong because she starts to feel some abandonment from her family. She felt that rejection from each of them. She started to feel overwhelmed with those feelings of hurt and upsetness. Then she gets overwhelmed with those feelings, go home, goes home, starts pouting, feels hurt, and now she's totally confused and doesn't know what to do. And that gets repeated millions of times in the world. And probably thousands of times a day that folks will sabotage their own approaches to declaring self. Because they haven't looked at the lay of the land, they haven't looked at themselves well, to actually make that be successful. I don't really even consider Sally's episode a real declaring self episode, but a small s declaring self episode. She was actually just doing a reactive move within the family. Uh, it just happened to be she was more vulnerable. She she was more transparent about how she felt, but she wasn't ready to do that, and it really kind of blew up in her face. She was being reactive, and instead of um, and instead of taking it from the family because again she had had these oughts against them she had had these things in which she had felt wrong 
she was just taking that and so she decided well I'm not going to do that anymore so I'm going to declare self and I'm going to push back well declaring self is not a pushing back that's just the other side of the pendulum swing and it often doesn't help declaring self is a standing alone not a pushing back it's a standing in place event it's a declaring yourself while staying connected Often, many feel pushing back is the same thing as self-differentiation. And no, it's just the flip side of taking it on the chin. One end of the pendulum is taking it, the other end is pushing it back. Declaring self is getting to the middle of the swing of the pendulum so that we declare self in the middle. We are neither taking it nor are we pushing it back. It's option C, and if you've listened to any other videos, you'll know I talk a lot about option C. Let me share what Sally was missing to make this successful and um, really self, with a capital S, S, building for her. She needed a better understanding of how she operates in the family system. She was blind to this in her attempt to do what she was doing. I just don't think she saw enough of what was going on in the family. She was too much under the family trance, and that's not going to work well. Sally's goals were a failure from the start. For example, making herself feel better, getting others to change, versus boundary setting and follow, following through, for example. Uh, thirdly, she was not predicting the behavior of your family. I could have told her exactly what her family was going to do, and we could have talked about what she would do as a result of that. Because with a family systems approach, you can do a lot of predictive work. Because if you know how systems work, you can guess how people are going to react. She had not de-enmeshed herself from her roles and the needs uh, and needs and family before taking this step. Her own needs, the role she played, her family she was in, she had not done any de-enmeshing from them emotionally. She was still a needy little girl inside trying to get her family to act right. She had not done the work to let go of her family emotionally. And so with that glue that I'm still stuck in, my declaring self or my assertiveness is not going to work well. She will find herself back in basically the same place, though in some ways worse off, because now she's highly charged the system, her family, though it's still pretty much status quo, nothing has really changed in terms of emotionally in the family. She's not any more self-differentiated and the family's not any more less enmeshed from her. So the family is still highly charged, um, and while she continues to feel dependent on her family emotionally, and she's being pinged by her family emotionally so much, so that she ends up recycling with this recycling effect with her failed attempt to be herself. And by the way, she's tried this a number of times before. This wasn't the first time she had done it. And in which she has maintained the status quo only now with more anxiety and intense feelings, so it hurts her very painfully. Now, the family will go back to an equilibrium given a few weeks, even months, maybe even days. 
for some family, even hours. It goes back to the same old thing, and everybody just doesn't talk about it anymore. It's as though it never happened. Uh, but also, nothing has changed either. If you feel you have continued in a recycling pattern with your marriage and your family, I want you to contact me for coaching and guidance and relationship help and some recovery work. I see people in my office or online. I hope you'll join our YouTube channel. I hope you'll like or comment on this video. Share my videos uh, on your social media. I want to thank you for watching today and have a great day.